Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at PlushCare.com slash weight loss. That's PlushCare.com slash weight loss. PlushCare.com slash weight loss. My business used to be weighed down by the complexities of in-person payments. Then, Tap to Pay on iPhone and Stripe came along and changed everything. With Tap to Pay on iPhone and Stripe, I streamlined my payment process effortlessly. Now I can accept in-person, contactless payments right from my iPhone. No extra hardware required. What's truly remarkable is how I can cater to all of my customers' payment preferences. Whether they're using cards, Apple Pay, or other digital wallets, Tap to Pay on iPhone and Stripe Ensure a smooth checkout experience every time. And it's not just me. Stripe helps businesses of all sizes, from local markets to global retailers, scale quickly and stay agile. To learn how Tap to Pay on iPhone and Stripe can help grow your revenue and reach, visit stripe.com slash tap iPhone. An Erio's original. Hello and welcome to Web Crawlers. This is our mini mailbag episode where we read your emails and play your voicemails. I am Ali Siegel. I am Melissa Stettin. And I'm producer Maria. Shall we start? I don't think we have any new um, reviews, unfortunately, which means you yeah. guys really got to get on it. It's 2021. So please uh, leave us a new review or rate us. We would love to read it on the podcast, please. We got to get to a thousand reviews. Seriously, like what's happening? What What's going on? Why aren't people reviewing? If you leave us a review, I will send you a personal direct message. Wow. Wow. <laughs> and those are high in demand, let me tell you. Yes, they are. We do have some, we got some emails. Yeah, what do those say? Okay, this is from Anna. Subject is, there's an underground bunker somewhere in Michigan. Ooh. Wow. So on a trip to Detroit a couple years back, my friend took me to an underground bunker dubbed the Murder Pit. Now, I don't want to give too much information away because it's not my pit and I haven't cleared telling you all with the creator and don't want to become the pit's first murder. Anyways, to get there, you follow a small deer path not far from a major road. Then at a certain bend in the trail, you look for a bucket hanging in the trees. You then fill the bucket with rocks to make the bucket lower which lifts a piece of plywood that is covered in leaves off of the hill like a trap door i hate this the murder pit is a single room that was dug into the side of a hill and is rigged out with benches and even electricity somehow 
I was told that to dig this amount of earth out, the crater lured his friends out there with unlimited Adderall and told them to keep digging. Well, that's kind of sick. That's funny. (laughs) It's always been an inspiring memory for me because it's really not far from houses and roads, but it's a little ingenious secret spot with a funny story. Anna, what? That's like very crazy. That's that's um, that's like kiss the girls shit. Yeah. You Anna, you got to tell us where this is. Give us like a main road in Detroit. We got to send John Tenney there. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Look for a bucket hanging on the side of a road. Yeah. This is from Tiffany. Subject is Sherry Papini brought us together. Mm, for oh. some reason, the other night, I randomly thought about Sherry Papini. Instead of my typical solitary web crawl on random thoughts, I searched her name in my podcast app and saw your episode. Ooh. After that, I had an absurdly long binge fest. So if there's, if there's one good thing that came from an allegedly pilled out Latino hating webcam <laughs> skinhead, it's her introducing me to my new three BFFs. <laughs> Do not be alarmed. I'm far too lazy to stand in a three hour Shia LeBeau line to convince you why you should love me back. <laughs> anyway, I felt compelled to reach out and tell you I like the pod. Feels like the combos I have with a couple of my friends, IRL. Let me know when you want to meet at the Denver airport for our layover to ultimately piss on some redwoods at Bohemian Grove with John Tenney and Nick Cage. Tiffany. <laughs> oh, I like Thanks, her. Thanks, Tiffany. That's, nice. That's so cool. She Welcome just stumbled to the upon pod. us. I do really want to go to the Denver airport. That's like on my bucket list. I've been there. And was it not cool? I don't remember. It was like 12, 13 years ago. I wasn't even huh? wasn't paying attention. Um, this is from Sarah. Subject is story time. Hey, web crawlers. You said you wanted stories. So story time. A group of friends and I were doing a road trip from California to Washington and hitting up all the national parks on the way. This was in April and May, so the snow was just starting to melt off the mountaintops, and most of the water sports activities were not open for the season. Uh, Regardless, for some reason, we insisted on kayaking at North Cascades National Park. We looked up any kayak rentals that might be open, and the only thing we found was this random guy who posted on Reddit. Oh, no. There was no name, website, or contact information for the resort he mentioned, just instructions on how to get there. That's how you get human trafficked. Yeah. Here were his instructions. Next to the dam is the start of a trail. Off the edge of the trail, about a mile in, you will find a phone strapped to a tree. Pick up the phone, and it will call a floating resort on the lake. They'll come pick you up with a boat. At the resort, you'll be able to rent a kayak. Uh, We were all convinced the story was nothing more than a wild acid trip, but we had nothing better to do, so we we decided to hike the trail he mentioned anyways. Much to our surprise, about a mile in, we did indeed find a phone strapped to a tree. Oh my god. (laughs) She's like, and then I found a bucket on a A tree, and then I filled it with rocks. (laughs) Yeah, this is weird. Uh, Still, it wasn't connected to anything, so none of us expected it to work. Uh, But we got this far, so we picked it up and dialed the number written on the handle. As we suspected, nothing. We were about to give up and move on when someone noticed another number written on the back of the phone. We dialed it, and lo and behold, a young man picked up. We asked if they were able to rent us kayaks. The the voice said, I'm not sure. Let me see if we can get them out of storage. Stay there, and I'll call you back in 30 minutes. We waited an hour and a half before hearing back, but eventually a man picked us up in a boat and took us to a cabin in the middle of the lake. We rented <laughs> okay, kayaks, so and it was beautiful, and all was great. Photos attached. The end. I hope my little story was entertaining for you. Whoa. 
yeah. And here are photos. I mean, that's wow. gorgeous. But wow, They're you really have to. I hope they knew karate or some sort of self-defense. Yeah. I'm sure they did. Wow. Good for them. What a They have a real that's joie de crazy. vivre. A real joie de vivre. Let's play some voicemails. Ew. You actually look so much like Jesus. It's not even funny, Maria. With this mustache? Jesus didn't have this mustache. <laughs> With that mustache and his, <laughs> when your hair down and that halo, you look identical to jesus it's scary <laughs> oh my god maria you i, I hate it i hate so it so much like jesus i'm like kind of attracted to you it's frightening yeah that's really crazy what's so frightening about it come my children <laughs> all right i'm gonna play this voicemail Hey, this is for web crawlers. Uh, this is Andy uh, San, from San Antonio, Texas. Patreon member, love the podcast. <laughs> you guys missed the biggest question for Tom. Uh, I mean, for John, uh, for John from the Aliens podcast, on the Aliens episode. Oh. What does he specifically believe? Mm. And what do you guys believe? You, I don't know if you guys said that. All right, love the pod. Huh? That's a good that question. That is a good question. What? I didn't ask John. We should do a follow up. I'll 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 email him. I don't know what I believe. I I used to be a hard no on aliens, but my eyes are slowly being open to the idea. I will say the other like okay, you know before it did all that weird weather stuff in LA, like when it was like hailing and like lightning storm and like thunder and all that weird stuff. Mm-hmm. The night before, I swear I was looking up in the sky. It wasn't like a cloud. It was like something different. Like, I don't know what it was, but I swear it was something. And then the next day, I mean, obviously the way I'm describing it, you think it was like, it was whatever caused the weather. Like it was the weather pattern mm-hmm. that was, but I I swear I saw something weird. So I don't know. My eyes are more open to the idea. Yeah, I would say I'm more definitely leaning towards not believing, but like, I, I mean, there's like a small percentage of me that's like, yeah, there's probably something crazy out there. And it's I like thinking about it. It's fun. I like talking about it. Um, yeah, it's all it's very interesting. And I'm more interested, I guess, in the people who believe in it. That's like interesting to me. I don't know. It's fascinating. Yeah, I believe I believe that there's definitely something out there. I don't know. I don't know if they've made contact or anything yet, right. but I definitely think i'm very open to the possibility of of aliens in you know some form same and there's one right there there she is (laughs) take me to your dealer (laughs) okay next voicemail Hey, this is Andy again. Sorry if I sounded weird on my last message, but talking to lovely ladies like you makes me nervous. Keep up the pod. I love it. Bye. <laughs> you didn't sound weird at all. No, you didn't sound weird. You didn't sound weird, you weirdo. A lot of social anxiety in our listeners. Yeah. A lot of like, I made a mistake. I have to go. I have to go correct it through another voice. I love now. that. I get it. I get it. I love an anxious crowd. It's very close to, it's very close to home. Yeah. Yeah. I get it. Like attracts like. Mm -hmm. Hello, web callers. My name is Liz, and I wanted to share my UFO experience with you guys. 
All right. So for All right. my birthday about three years ago, my boyfriend, two close friends, and I went on a UFO tour in Sedona, Arizona. Mm. The tour claimed that we would see real UFO sightings, and we met with the tour guide at a hotel parking lot and paid $80 per person due to the Whoa. equipment that we would be using. After we paid, we followed the tour guide to some deserted desert area close to the hotel. He gave us night vision goggles and a laser to point at objects in the sky. He told us not to point it directly at airplanes, but to make a circle around them. <laughs> at the start of the tour, we mostly saw airplanes and some satellites. As the sun went down, we started seeing these ships in the sky due to the reflection of the sunlight. Mm. The ships were traveling faster than airplanes and sometimes changed course. More and more of these ships became more visible and did not have the blinking lights the same as airplanes do. We saw a few that changed direction and others that seemed to go back into outer space and disappear. At one point, the tour guide pointed the laser at one ship to get its attention, and the ship shined a bright light back like if it had acknowledged us. Whoa. Then the tour guide claimed that it was a Navy spaceship that had acknowledged us. The tour guide explained that most of the UFOs that we were seeing were U.S. military spaceships and that the ships that made very abrupt movements were alien ships. So according to him, the U.S. military spaceships are made by two U.S. aerospace and defense companies, and that in reality, the governments around the world work with each other, and that the wars that are here on Earth are not legit. The government also possesses enough energy for everyone, but they won't let the public know about it. The government is aware of alien life and has spaceships guarding the skies from aliens, mm-hmm. and that there are constant battles happening in space. He said that he also believed in reincarnation and that in his past life he had been Benjamin Franklin and in another life he had been a girl. He also Uh, said that when he was young, he was very smart and went through math classes pretty easily uh and that his family had to move around because the U.S. government wanted to take him. He said that Uh we had five international space stations and that Mars was actually Mm -hmm. inhabited. He said that Kennedy's wife was invited there's part two. Good. I hope there's part three, four, five. <laughs> so I left up where he said that aliens didn't come to Earth to abduct people, but that they did this thing called uploading, where they communicate with us through their mind without speaking directly to us. He said he had some of those uploading encounters before and that aliens had told him that they just wanted us humans to get along with each other and that we would be going into the next level or civilization or something like that when at least 51% of humans in the world became selfless. We saw a lot of things, huh. Navy ships in the sky that night, and it was pretty awesome. We know that they were not airplanes or at least commercial airplanes. I'm still not sure of what I saw, but I suspect that they are probably a form of military aircraft. Anyhow, in all honesty, I liked the experience, but it was hard for me to believe some of the stuff that was said in the tour. After taking this tour, we started driving to the middle of the desert to look at the sky after sundown. We also use this app called Flight Radar 24 that tracks aircraft in real time to make sure we are not looking at a plane. Mm -hmm. There has been a few occasions that we have seen these things flying in the sky with the naked eye. Anyhow, hope you enjoyed the story. Love you guys. And I have been following following you guys from the start of 2020. Wow. Aww, thank you. What's that, Liz? Was that her Liz? Liz? That, thank you for that story. 
Yeah, that was um, wild. I can't believe that guy thought he was the craziest part. Is that guy thought he was Benjamin Franklin? That's the craziest that's the part. <laughs> it's like does everyone that has had a past life just happen to be a celebrity? It's like in defending your life. I was just like a. I was probably just like a boring someone like me who was just like yeah did yeah. nothing <laughs> no was like I, was, I was benjamin franklin of course so i don't really have to do much in this life because la- in the last life i like discovered electricity it's like how <laughs> yeah. everyone thinks they were like marilyn monroe or cleopatra <laughs> yeah. yeah yeah sure you were it's i was like, just no. some some person named mary williams just yeah. some basic you, like bitch. harvested potatoes somewhere yeah. in like 1850 like i'm <laughs> That's sorry who i was yeah <laughs> ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row dreaming of something better well hello fresh is your guilt-free dream come true baby it's me geeky palmer Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. My business used to be weighed down by the complexities of in person payments. Then, Tap to Pay on iPhone and Stripe came along and changed everything. With Tap to Pay on iPhone and Stripe, I streamline my payment process effortlessly. Now I can accept in-person, contactless payments right from my iPhone. No extra hardware required. What's truly remarkable is how I can cater to all of my customers' payment preferences. Whether they're using cards, Apple Pay, or other digital wallets, Tap to Pay on iPhone and Stripe ensure a smooth checkout experience every time. And it's not just me. Stripe helps businesses of all sizes, from local markets to global retailers, scale quickly and stay agile. To learn how Tap to Pay on iPhone and Stripe can help grow your revenue and reach, visit stripe.com slash tap iPhone. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news... All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Okay, next message. Hello. This here message is for the web crawlers. Hi, Jeb. Hi, Jeb. I'll tell you something happened to me, and it scared the bejesus out of me. I'll tell you what. All right. What? Now, I was taking my dog for a walk. Uh, Her name's Maxie. She's half lab, half hound. We all know. Half lab, half hound, yes. (laughs) There's a little patch of land behind my house, a little patch of woods. And me and Matthew go in there and we got to get away from it all, you know. (laughs) Now, I have a six-year-old boy, okay? Now, I'm getting into this patch of woods here and I'm walking and I'm walking. I got got my wife's earbuds in. I cleaned them. Maria, all right? I'm not gross. And I'm listening to a podcast and all of a sudden I heard some little kid say, Daddy, Daddy, like calling out. No. The dog stopped. She was looking around. And I I immediately called my wife and I asked her, I said, 
is he home with you or is he get out the house? And she said he's right here watching YouTube. It freaked me out, man. I went, we went, me and the dog went searching for that voice, man. We heard it like three more times, but what? we couldn't hear anything after that. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Jeb. It was the freakiest thing I ever done seen, man, or heard. All right, then. That's creepy. Y'all, hope you had a nice holiday and everybody on the Discord had a nice holiday there, too. All right, then. <laughs> and I thought they were holiday, too. <laughs> Jeb, what the fuck? That's Scary terrifying. stuff, Jeb. That's creepy. I don't... Boy, it's weird that the dog also, like, stopped. Mm-hmm. It's scary when your pets, like, stare into... Oh, my God. My dogs have been, like, looking at the ceiling and then, like, traveling their eyes, like, as if, like, something's <sighs> floating around. And I hate it like i don't know what it is i mean it's got to be like a fly or something because they leave the backyard the back door open all the time so they can go in the backyard but like they'll look and just like track something that's going around the ceiling and it's so scary it's a ghost it's a ghost (laughs) okay next a voicemail hello (laughs) let's hear messages for the web crawlers um i was just uh Kitchen up and I was listening to your uh, UFO episode uh, with that seance feller. I like him. Yeah, he he's seems great. very cool. Um, <laughs> yeah. I'm surprised none of y'all mentioned uh, the supposed underground uh, alien base uh, underneath the uh, Denver, Colorado airport. Well, we I don't know if you all heard of that, but it's supposed to be like That's a, weird. a military base at, uh, where they keep uh, different specimens of aliens, and they're supposed to be working together since like the 60s or so. Oh. I don't know if you said that. We talked about lizard people Hello, Alex, and the Denver you? airport. Yeah, I don't know if we <laughs> talked about that. Doing very well. Thank you for asking. <laughs> and uh, there was another lady on your uh, mailbag episode. And she said hi to me. So, um, <laughs> hi. <laughs> I hope you are doing well as well. All right, then. Bye, y'all. Bye, Jeb. That's so weird that we've talked about the Denver airport twice today. Yes, it is. That is, that is weird. What if something, like, happens in Denver today? That'd be so creepy. I'm sure it will. Mm-hmm. I'm sure it will. Yeah. I'm sure it will. There's no sure way it's will. not going to. Okay. Next voicemail. Oh, this message is for the web crawlers. This is the first time I'm calling. My name is Hector. I live oh. in Los Angeles. Oh, hi, Hector. LA. A weird simulation story. It's a simulation story. When I was like seven or eight, I went to uh, an Albertsons or a Safeway. <laughs> and we were at the second line, me and my mom, my mom and I. And um, <laughs> thank you. Right at the entrance where you exit and enter. There was like a mirror that, uh, faced you that all the guests, like all the customers to see if they were going to feel or not. So right above it, right above the entrance and exit, I remember looking and the mirror was opened and I saw a group of 10, 20 different like office people, like people in work attire, you know, suits and all that jazz. And they were all on, uh, like, computers. And it was so weird because 
it looked like I was looking at a wall, but it was more than a wall. We had so much more depth and a lot more people. And I was looking at it, didn't understand it. And it felt like it was something I shouldn't have seen. And I always think about that day, whether or not, like, is this a simulation or was that just just a, a store, like a front for something? I don't know. I'm only 23. I don't know. <laughs> I think about that day quite frequently oh, since the of the show. I'm, I'm a big fan. All the friends that I have or the very few I have always mention you guys to always listen. I love this show. Um, that's it. <laughs> and you guys should interview Jeb. Like, who is Jeb? Like, what is Jeb? Yeah. What is Jeb? Wait, so we seen he saw a, a mirror at Albertsons or something. And he he saw see, it. saying he saw what I used to see at the Baskin Robbins in the Palisades. Yeah. <laughs> oh, like a see-through mirror where you see like it was. Uh, <laughs> it was just. It, it seems like it was a two-way mirror. Right. There was, just, but he's he's kind of describing where it, he looked in, and it was like people An basically environment. But it it seems like it was like people. The Albertsons was like the center of the simulation yeah. headquarters, basically, and it was like people on computers, basically, like telling people what to do through through coding. That's creepy. Maybe. I don't doubt anything anymore. And he's only 23, so I don't know. Right. So we don't know. (laughs) Okay, so one thing I will say, though, is have you ever, I can't remember if it's Ralph's or Gelson's, but on the second floor in the Palisades of either the Ralph's or Gelson's, the bathroom is. The second floor? Yes, because that's where the bathroom is. There's a second floor to these grocery stores? I never went to the bathroom. It's not like a huge second floor, but it's like, I don't even know if it goes the whole way around, but it's like, there's like a little, there's like a little stairs and then there's like, wait a minute, Allie, are you talking about the CVS? No, because that leads up. No, because that leads up to the parking structure. There is definitely by in at the Palisade CVS, there's like the discount rack and then you have to go up the stairs there. And then there's also that back way that they've since locked off. But this yeah, is only for Palisades listeners. Yeah, but my point is that... I'm talking to the Martinez family who is listening at this moment. <laughs> the Where's only the other Palisades Palisade at? Um, but, okay, so in on the second floor where the bathroom is, there was, like, a little office where, like, the employees of the Gelsons or the Ralphs, I can't remember which it was, would, like, eat lunch and, like, stuff like that. So maybe at these places there are these, like offices for the employees to like a break room or something like a teacher's lounge yeah. type place with a with a two-way mirror right huh. yeah it know. makes sense it makes sense i, I mean, mean or it you, could just you, be a simulation i don't know i'm just 23 <laughs> i'm only 23 <laughs> we did get this email from david the subject is stairs Oh. oh my god we were just talking about stairs i know i just remembered i saw the subject it says okay i found this on tiktok i attached the video i'll just play it because i don't know i haven't watched it yet huh official just if you ever see a random staircase in the woods you have to get away as fast as you can never <laughs> climb them there was a story going around a couple years ago stating that there are abandoned staircases in national forests around the world i've read like deep deep stories. in the forest away from anybody it's just a staircase no other structure attached to it some stairs are in ruins some are perfectly sturdy some are iron spirals like the kind you'd find 
flying in a lighthouse and they literally just reach up to nowhere and there are so many different theories as to why these stairs are there and what actually happens when you climb them only a few have ever dared to climb the staircases and the people who have report feeling unnerved and unwelcome or even nauseous when they're up on the stairs some people say yeah, the stairs lead to another shape. dimension other people say it leads to hell others say that's why so many people and kids go missing in national forests because they climb these stairs and they're never seen again okay uh, the funniest thing is at the beginning i actually really like saying, creepy tiktok <laughs> you guys should, should have your own tiktok yeah i i actually down when i downloaded uh tiktok i made my username web crawlers just for safety you, well oh. i think you, you guys would do very well on tiktok yeah but yeah. i love in stories like that when she's like she's she goes if you're in a forest and you see uh, uh some stairs get away as soon as possible <laughs> like so, so can you imagine like seeing it and being like we gotta go we gotta go and your friend being like what and just leave run run of all i would things. do that i would i would go we should do a tiktok where like we do go we seek out stairs in in the forest and like climb up them and like disprove disprove this stuff yeah, I read there's this like a thing on Creepypasta and Reddit where it's like mysterious staircases. I've read like so many of these stories. Some of them are like real. Some of them are fake, but they're all like it's so good. They're all creepy. And we should do like Mythbusters, but for creepy stuff. Mm, yeah. yeah. Creepbusters. Creepbusters. <laughs> okay anyway that sounds like a like a um like a pedophilia crap i know it's just i was like something about that doesn't sound right you know the girl you were talking to you is actually eight years old you've been busted you creep <laughs> creep busters <laughs> yeah maybe we'll think of a different name yeah, we'll, we'll workshop the name web busters nope same thing nope. <laughs> well <sighs> I think that's we're all she wrote. That's, it. <laughs> that's, it. that's all she wrote. Uh, anyways, if you see uh, a flight of stairs, like just don't Run. anywhere for that matter. Just don't go up Run. it by any means because you don't know what will happen. Um, I mean, even in the staircase inside a house, oh. you don't know what might happen. So An owl right. might hit you. Yeah, our our new cause should be just outlawing stairs in general. Um, please email us, call us. We love to read this stuff. And please, please, please rate and review us on um, on Apple Podcasts um, because it helps us also get up in the charts. Uh, yeah. We can move from like one thousand two hundred to maybe <laughs> three hundred. One thousand one hundred. Anyways, I am Allie Mythbuster Seagull. I am Melissa Creep Buster Stenton. <laughs> and I'm Maria Buster Blasucci. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds good. Bye. Bye. An Erio's original. My business used to be weighed down by the complexities of in-person payments. Then, Tap to Pay on iPhone and Stripe came along and changed everything. With Tap to Pay on iPhone and Stripe, I streamlined my payment process effortlessly. Now I can accept in-person, contactless payments right from my iPhone. No extra hardware required. 
What's truly remarkable is how I can cater to all of my customers' payment preferences. Whether they're using cards, Apple Pay, or other digital wallets, Tap to Pay on iPhone and Stripe ensure a smooth checkout experience every time. And it's not just me. Stripe helps businesses of all sizes, from local markets to global retailers, scale quickly and stay agile. To learn how Tap to Pay on iPhone and Stripe can help grow your revenue and reach, visit stripe.com slash tap iPhone. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello, fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello? Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to PrettyLitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. 